Hi, and welcome back to yet another episode of Nourish Soul with Nicole. So this is yet another episode of IRL in real life. It's like a very common acronym I think that we use in everyday usage whenever we're texting people or even writing anything. You say, oh, I want to see you in real life, you know, uh, what happens in IRL in real life. And it always kind of puts a contrast between expectations and reality. So fittingly, today's episode is called The Waiting Room. I've written about waiting before, but it keeps coming back to me. This entire idea of being in the waiting room becomes a very recurrent theme. And I was browsing The Catholic Woman recently, and I was reading an article by Emma Fred, who I just realized is actually Matt Fred's sister. Wow, beautiful connection, right, Nick? And she was writing this article about how to not live life in the waiting room. Wow. I think a lot of us feel that we are waiting for something, right? We are waiting for something. And for a lot of us, it might be a promotion. It might be stability in life. It might be better family relations. It might be a relationship. And a lot of us are resigned to living in the waiting room. We feel very nervous. We feel very anxious. And I just, you know, was really drawn to this particular sentence that Emma wrote in her letter, which is amazing, by the way. Please go and Google it. I'll put it in the link to this to this particular episode. And she said that, you know, Pope Francis talks about absolutizing free time. And the fact that a lot of us are actually just waiting for and listening for your name to be called by a certain person in a certain day. Right, a lot of us are like, okay, one day this guy or this girl will call my name with such tenderness that I will fall into his or her arms and you know everything will be great and everything will be perfect. And that is such a sad thought and that is what we are waiting for and that's what we are centering our lives on. Because the truth is God is calling you right now. He's calling you right now. He's calling you every day. And that is what we are waiting for. We just want that, you know, we want that, what we want is not really that particular person or that particular thing. We want the thing that is underlying it, which is that sort of exclusive, intimate relationship, right? In which, you know, both parties know each other fully. That's what we want. We want to be called. We want to be recognized. We want to be known and loved. That's what we actually really want. But it's been conflated with the idea of like, oh, in order for a man or woman to be of value in society, that person has to be in a loving relationship. That person has to use that as a, a reason to, you know, prove his or her worth. Right? A lot of us, you know, whether men or women, guys, girls, we find ourselves drawn into relationships just for the sake of uh, proving to other people that, hey, I can be loved. Someone can love me. Right? And then when we realize that, okay, that is not really um, what I'm looking for, right? We, we actually become very, very isolated and very empty because we create idols out of these things. And for a lot of us, being in the waiting room itself is a very, very anxious thing, right? Because we feel that, you know, okay, God is placing me in this waiting room for a reason. Like he doesn't want me to go to the other side. He doesn't want me to be, you know, uh, he's not calling me basically into the room, right, of uh, where I think all of the things that I want is, right? So it's like, let's say you're sitting in a room, right, and then you're like reading a newspaper and you're like, you're just waiting so anxiously, you know, you're gripping your seat and you just want the Lord to say like, hey, come over here, you know, your number has been called, it's your turn. You're like waiting and waiting and thinking, when is it going to be my turn, God? Because you look around you. 
and you're thinking, goodness me, God is saying no to me all the time. Everybody else around me is getting out of their chair and being called into that room. How about me, Lord? It is a very real struggle, right? You feel like God is like just slamming the door on your face and you're saying, okay, well, how am I going to deal with this? How am I going to like, you know, live my life like this? You know, we feel that God's no, right, is a very, very um, defeating thing. It's like something that is kind of like, you know, put right in front of us. It's a, a sort of defeat. But for me, I realized that being in the waiting room is not mean that God has forgotten about me. Um, it does not mean that, you know, he has left me on the periphery and uh, he doesn't love me as his, as his child. Even though there's been a lot of feelings that I think I wrestle with also when I tend to compare myself to other people and I wonder why are they progressing so well in their career? Why are they happily married? I want that too. We look at ourselves and we see the areas in which we lack, the areas which seem to be empty, right? It's like as if we have like all of these compartments and then we unlock ourselves and say, Ah, oh, Lord, I'm empty over here. But is this emptiness is what he wants to come in to fill. We have so many caverns in our soul. And he wants to come and fill the emptiness that we feel. Because we feel that if I starve myself, right, with all these things, like, like I eat an entire banquet full of food, right? Like if this was fried chicken, definitely I'll eat all the fried chicken. But just saying, yeah, you know, we feel that well, if I eat all of these things and I stuff myself, right, I will be happy. But that's the first level of happiness. We haven't reached a transcendental level of happiness where we just are happy because we know that we are loved by God. We are so sure of it. We don't have to even doubt that we know that we are loved by God. Personally, I've bargained with Him so many times. I've prayed feverishly. And I've been faced time and again with some sort of silence. This season of waiting. This season of expectancy. Just sitting in the room, leafing through the magazine. Did my resoluteness falter? Sure, I'm human. Right? There are days when I just feel super, uh, you know, super confused. And I think that the Lord, oh, is purposefully dangling all these prospects and ideas in front of me only to snatch it right back when I start to feel a desire for it. But that is not the God that I know. I know that, you know, these thoughts are definitely not from Him. These are thoughts that are just intended to confuse me, right? to make me think and that this particular season of waiting is very fruitless instead of being fruitful. Right? Thinking that, you know, waiting is like, yeah, it's fruitless in the sense that, you know, oh, you look so silly waiting, you know, what if the, what if, uh, the postman never comes, right? With the letter from your, your, your lover or whatever, you know, <laughs> remember that, that song, you know, hey, Mr. Postman, wait and see. Is there a letter in your bag for me? And then it's this whole idea of waiting. But like waiting for something, we are waiting to be called. But we want someone to call us. Try to say, hey, you know, whatever your name is, right? Like, hey, Nicole. Right? We just want to hear that tenderness. But when we don't hear it or, you know, we don't experience it, we start to lose our sense of identity. And... I really, really attest to what Emma was saying in her letter because, you know, she, she doesn't know as well. She's like living in a lot of uncertainty and she also faces the same problems I think that a lot of us face, which is like, hey, what are you waiting for? How come you're waiting? Ah? How come you're still waiting? Ah? You're such a great, amazing person. Like, that's totally the, the usual thing that people will say, right, to people like that. Uh, oh, you know, like, you should, uh, why are you waiting so long? And, you know, why have you been waiting here for, you know, that kind of thing? And 
Uh, I mean, some of that is definitely helpful advice, but some of it just makes us remember that we are in this limbo state. Nobody likes to be in limbo state because we all want certainty and control over our lives. It's just human nature. La. We just want to know what's going to happen. And then when we're in season of waiting, we're like, I, yo, I have no control over anything. <laughs> I have no control over anything. I have no control over how people respond to me. I have no control about whether people you know, think that I'm cute, la, pretty, la, or, or have any talents at all. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I can't control any of these things. I can't control their perceptions of me. I can't control even whether they think, you know, I am such a person or whatever. That I, am I that type? I so don't know, me. But the beautiful thing that I really took away from Emma's letter is to live in the now and to remember that God is calling me right now and to listen to His voice instead of other people's voice. There's so many other people that are trying to tell you what to do, what to do, what to do how to act know what to think, you know, what to eat, what to drink, how to exercise. They're telling you how to live your life when at the end of the day, we shouldn't be giving these people the control that they have lah, over us. Or even the ideas. Sometimes we're not even controlled by people, we're controlled by ideas, right? Because these ideas have a hold on us. We become unnecessarily attached to these things. And we view this season of waiting as a, as a sort of season of fruitlessness, like a desert. When actually this, this season of waiting is actually building up this sense of expectancy, like the Lord is like ready to bless us. Actually, He's blessing us every day. But He's preparing us for the next season of our life. He's equipping us with certain graces right, that we would not have if we were not in the waiting room. If He already said, hey, come in, come inside, come inside, I already call your number. We may not have, we may not be ready for what He has in store for us. And I feel very inspired and very motivated by Emma just to know that another sister in Christ is also experiencing this and you know, it's also going through the same struggles and joys, the ups and downs. To know that, you know, she, the way that she actually writes the, let, the letter is so amazing. It's like, she just really keeps it real and she's not like, you know, writing uh, in a very specific way just for a specific audience, you know. It's just like, you can hear that it's her. And I find it so refreshing, so, so genuine, so sincere. The fact that she said, you got to live here, right here and the right now, and that God is calling you right now. There's nothing wrong or shameful of being in this waiting room, right? He will call us at the appointed time. And he doesn't even want us to like wait there for no reason. He wants us to wait with purpose. He wants us to focus on the things in our life that he has put in our, in our life at this point in time. The people that he has sent, us, uh, sent to us, right, in this season of our life. And he just wants us to love them and love them well. And I think if I really hold fast to that, it really reminds me that this idea of waiting is not as fruitless as I think it is. It's actually very fruitful. I'm able to bear fruit even in this period of uncertainty, even in this period of, um, you know, a lack of very, like a lack of sure, you know, and sort of very concrete um, things in my life. Even though I don't really know what plan he has for me, I know that his plan is better than whatever I have in mind. And I pray that you also will invite him into this part uh, and space of your heart as you continue this, this season, right? And to remember that we are not meant to live life in the waiting room. We are meant to live life outside in his fullness, in the fullness that he has desired for us. So I pray that you have been blessed by this particular episode and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you. God bless. You are in my prayers.